There's a spider in the house Creeping in my bed Trying to give me head There's a spider in the house There's a spider in the house What am I going to do? How am I going to deal with this? There is a spider in my house Creeping in my bed Crawling up my head Creeping through the house There's a spider And it's coming towards me What am I going to do? I would rather a tiger Come after me than a spider I'm too lightning-phobic for this I am too lightning-phobic for this spider It's like I'm on the acid trip This spider is crawling all over me Help me! Help me! There's a spider in the house Creeping in my bed What's it thinking it's gonna give me some head? Hello, this is the old G to the E Real name Jimmy B SFS podcast number 6 and the creepiness in the mix. Today I'll be talking to this spider that does not seem to be leaving me alone and is creeping me out so much I cannot go to sleep at night. This fucking spider wants it. It's on. I don't give a fuck how many of its ancestors I've fucking killed, right? I know what they're up to. They're trying to mess with my mind. They're trying to, they're trying to kill me. They're trying to make me have nightmares. And make me unsafe in my own fucking house. If I see a spider, even my dog won't do anything. Yeah, useless, Cersei. A spider, I see a big spider crawling. I can't do anything. I just have to go out of the room. There's a spider creeping in my bed. I do not feel right. I do like the phobic for this shit. So today, on the SFS podcast number six, I will be talking to a spider. Oh. He was creeping in my bed last night. Oh my god, here it is again. I see it. I see it. Fight you, motherfucker. You think I've killed fucking a thousand of you motherfuckers, but you, you spider fucking cunt, you've been in this house for too fucking long. Now it's time for you to die.
Korea. Poka, come on. Actually, I want a word with you. But fucking move out my way. Because you eight-legged creatures freak the fuck out of me. You know that I'm ratnophobic and you're teasing me. You're playing mental games with me. All this time you are making... You want me to have a heart attack, don't you? How many people have you done this to? <laughs> you see, this is a special kind of spider. And... um it's not leaving me alone. It's just like at home. I've always been ratnophobic. I've always hated the look of spiders. It's not that they attack you. It's the way they look. And now I've had this spider in my house for so long. It is not leaving me alone. And it's creeping me out every night. I find it in my bed. I find a little crawl on my head. It's worse than a fucking... I'd rather be shot with a shotgun or a fucking savage by a tiger than have to look or feel the creepiness of a spider. I am ratnophobic to the fullest. So if anyone wanted a war with me, all they would have to do to defeat me is get a spider. And then I'll be the fuck out of there. Because they freak me the fuck out. I am ratnophobic. And this spider knows it. And all you ratnophobics out there. I'm gonna, you're gonna get some answers. About this spider. Hey. Get by on the corner. I want a word with you through the door. Without shutting the door. Right. Now. Can we have a conversation, please, Mr. Spider? Why in the hell are you doing this to me? Well, you've killed thousands of my ancestors throughout time. All you human beings that are retinophobic and hate the way we are. It's just like racism to me and I'm gonna make sure that you human beings especially the worst kind you Jimmy are gonna suffer to the day you die with my torture well spider you've done enough torturing I don't feel safe in my own house. I try to get sleep at night. You've been here for weeks, creeping and crawling. I'm trying to kill you, but you don't. Yes, I have killed many of your ancestors, because I cannot stand the look of you. You creatures should not be here. That's bullshit. We serve your humans. What about all the flies that we kill? All the flies that annoy you. What about the unretinophobic humans? What about all the flies that we kill for you? And this is how you treat us? By whacking us with pillows, drowning us in baths, stomping on us. How many of your ancestors of mine have you killed, Jimmy? This has gone on too long, and now you are going to suffer for the rest of your life. 
Oh, come on now, Spider. Why, why would you do this to me? You've done enough damage, okay? Yes, I have killed your fucking ancestors. Yes, right? But you understand I've got a disorder called arachnophobia, okay? And flies, yeah, they're annoying, so I squash them motherfuckers. But I will deal with the flies. But I don't want your spiders fucking coming near me. You understand me? Because you're going to give me an heart attack. Do you want to kill me? Throughout the years since I was a kid, it's been building up and building up to this week. And you have been on my case now for weeks. And I don't know what kind of spider you are. But you keep on annoying me and mentally torturing me and making my heart race i'm going to end up sleeping on the street because of you you trying to take over my house or something that's exactly what i'm doing oliver i'm going to take over your house so you sleep in the streets again and have something more scarier for you the rats you want to feed me to the rats, dear? You want me to leave this house because I'm on the verge of leaving this house because of you motherfuckers. And you want me to sleep in a back alley and give me something worse, which is the rats. Is that what you're trying to do to me? Because you're not trying to do that to me. You're not going to do that or cause me a fucking heart attack because my heart pleasure and blood pressure is sky fucking high. I know. Well, I'm glad, Oliver, for all the ancestors and all our species that you've killed and other human beings. I've got to say, Oliver, you represent the worst of all human race. And your dog, well, is too dumb to even grasp what we're going to do. You see, your dog just sees it as a thing. Oh no, it's coming! Get away from me, spider! Get away! I'm going to have to sleep on the streets now! Oh my god! It's like I'm on an LSD trip with a thousand spiders crawling up and down me. Oh my god, am I on an acid trip? Why do you keep bubbling me, spider? Why do you keep bubbling me? My intention for you to die slow. Because I will not stop. Bring you until you have a heart attack or until this house is mine. It's time for our spiders to get the ultimate revenge on certain human beings like you. That's why I've been bothering you for the past two weeks. But, Spider, why do you keep on bothering me? You see, I'm gonna fucking kill you. Right, Percy, 
Come on, let's get the gun. Let's go and shoot this fucking spider. Let's kill it right now. I've had enough. Get it, fucking. You're gonna die. Uh, you can't catch me, Oliver. You can't catch me. I'm coming down to the fridge now. I'm just another spider in the house. Creepy crawling for you. I'm gonna catch you, spider. You motherfucker. You, I'm not scared anymore. You're making me angry. I'm gonna fucking kill you, you fucking spider cunt. Oliver, you can't see me. Just like you hate John Cena, Oliver. You can't see me, and I'll be creeping back into you at night. Listen, Spider, why don't we finish this once and for all, eh? I'm gonna overcome my fears. Me and you, one on one now. In the living room. Me and you, Jimmy. Versus the ultimate Capitano elite of Spider. I'm down with that, Oliver. You wanna finish this right now? You're fucking right. I wanna get rid of your spiders for good. Well, we want to torture your humans for the rest of your life, especially your arachnophobic ones, for good. Now let's settle this right now, right here, right now. Come on, you son of a bitch. I'm stopping all this fucking bastard. I'm stopping all you. Come on, you son of a bitch. You want a piece of me? You want a piece of me, Spider? You son of a bitch. You fucking dead. Fucking Spider. Motherfucker. How'd you like that, motherfucker? Now, fuck off out my house. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> that was the creepiest thing I ever heard. No, that spider seems decapitated. I've stomped on it enough times for it to be squashed. And it squashed and it was out my house. Now, I was going to use my gun, but I thought, no, I'll just, I'll just stay calm. And now it's out the house on the porch. It looks dead to me. Now I'm gonna call for the for the uh, police to come and uh, pick it up. Nah, fuck that man. I don't, I don't speak to fucking cops. I'm gonna call the uh, what shall I call uh, the council or something to go and pick the spider up because the spider needs to be out of my life for good. Fucking spiders. Bothering me, mentally torturing me for most of my life. That's why I am so paranoid. Sometimes I think it's the magic mushrooms or this is real because I haven't been taking magic mushrooms in the last two weeks. So it must be the spider. I know you think I'm insane, but I suffer from insomnia, insania, ratnophobia, homerobia, dobia. It's a very serious condition. 
There's no medical treatment for this condition. So if you suffer from this condition, do not be in contact with a spider because it's been my worst nightmare and it came to a dramatic ending right there and then. That spider has been bothering me. And the nightmares are not nightmares, the reality. I wake up, it's crawling on me. I'm having an heart attack because this looking at the spiders makes me creep the fuck out. It's not that they physically attack me. I'd rather have a lion or chimpanzees in the house. But spiders and even worse rats just freak me out so much. I don't know what to do when I see one. Why can't those spiders and rats just fuck up off this earth, man? I'm putting a new legislation in to the SFS policy. Get rid of all the spiders and the rats. Real rats and obviously other rats like snitches. <laughs> Oh god, I'm relieved that that spider's gone now. Oh god, I'm sweating and I just stomped all over it about 20 times. Oh god, I haven't been sleeping. I'm in fear of the spider. I feel like I'm on a bad acid trip here. Oh, meditate, breathe, just breathe. Just breathe. Right. Can we get back to normal? Okay. Back to normal. Before the tragic incident, and the tragic incident leading up to my fight with the spider, I just watched uh, Fast and Furious 8. Um, I think it's uh, lacks the last Fast and Furious um, series just because it doesn't make any sense Jason fucking Statham um, teaming up with The Rock and Vin Diesel going rogue for no apparent reason didn't really understand the story very hard to understand the action was alright but uh, a bit disappointed in that film um, weren't the best of Fast and Furious. The only bit I like about it is the rat laying the smackdown on all them candy asses in prison. And that's about it. Ugh. Shit. On the real, on the real talk now. Real talk. The police are being motherfucking. I ain't paid my council taxes bills. I ain't paid my taxes. And this credit card shit. And on my street today, I've been in my house. The police have circled around about four fucking times today. And they keep fucking doing that. I just saw a fucking van about ten minutes ago. Keep circling around my house and thinking, are they coming for me or are they doing a fucking drugs weight or what? I don't motherfucking know. Anyway, in a week I'm going back to my hometown in Lan. If you know where that is, in Northern Ireland where I was born to see my uncle and uh, Hershey's gonna be with me talking to Hershey why are you looking at me like that Hershey 
You don't even understand what's going on. You don't understand that there's a spider. All you do is look at it and then sniff it and go, hmm, that smells nice. You don't understand, Hershey, that I'm ratnophobic. She doesn't, and now she's looking at me like I'm crazy. Hershey, there was a spider, and we needed to get rid of it before it caused me an heart attack. Now Hershey thinks, what the hell am I doing? I've fucking lost my rag again. She's looking at me like, oh God, what the hell is going on here? However, have you lost it again? Hershey, no, I'm ratnophobic, Hershey. You should know that. Or maybe she just wants something to eat. She didn't even want to eat the spider. I said, Hershey, get the spider, eat it, do something. You're my bodyguard for this spider. But no. Ugh, let me clear my throat. Ugh, now the spiders are out the way. God, it's a hot fucking day today. Still, I think I uh, suffer from sleep apnea or something on the real talk. Keep fucking going to bed at 10 o'clock and getting up at 1 and then not going back to sleep. Then going back to sleep about 10 and getting up at half past 10. It's really fucking getting on my fucking case. And then I fucking have to take these fucking caffeine pills to keep me fucking awake. At least I'm not fucking sniffing up all the fucking coke anymore. I'll let them fuckers in my house cooking crack in the fucking crack pan. Whew. What the hell? At least I'm free of them days. You know when uh, this guy used to come in my house and cook crack. It was a free base. Base in the pipe. You cook it with soda pack. I don't know how the fuck he cooked it. And you used a fucking Pepsi can. And you'd fucking smoke the shit. And all he'd be doing is sweating his fucking tits off for about 10 minutes. And then he'd be coming sick. And then he says, I need another hit. I can't think of anything fucking worse. But I can't think of anything worse than me allowing it to happen in my own fucking house. Someone smoking crack in my house. Like I've done my fair share of fucking lines of coke in my house. My fair share of fat. But fucking crack. But you can't smell crack. It's not like weed where you can smell it from a mile off. My next door neighbours and everyone around me that smokes weed. I can smell it. Like I said, man, I was a hardcore weed smoker back in the day. I, I'd get up and I'd smoke a joint. I'd smoke all day. Um, every day. And fucking... Mates come round all the time trying to snip me. Trying to, hey, you got a spare joint? Oh, hey, you got a spare joint? <laughs> yeah, I was always, uh, weed ruled my life. And, uh, it can do adverse effects to you. Um, for a couple of years it was, uh, when I weren't taking my medication, that was my medication, it was the weed, because it would calm me down and mellow me out. Um, but, I don't know, um, when I was homeless, I think, um, and I was out here on my own, I started uh, feeling a bit jittery. I don't know, suspicious, basically, when I uh, smoked it. Um, it did, I don't know if it's a different strain of weed, but I seemed suspicious, like people watching me or something. So I thought, God, I gotta give this up now, and I weren't getting anything done either. I was just, you know, I was becoming dead slow. Um, 
not being able to think or concentrate so I thought oh, fuck this man I was smoking it die hard since I was 13 I'd give up when I was 25 um, well I was actually fucking proper addicted when I was 15 and then I give it up when I was 25 which was two years ago um, I've been clean since then Basically, I have took other medications to replace my medications. I've had the odd line here and there, the odd fucking bomb of fat or whatever. Well, that's a replacement for my Ritalin when I run out of my Ritalin, which I'm straight edge still, which I still think I am. Yeah, but never touched that fucking crack. Never touched that fucking smack. Never gone near it. Yeah, see, the house down the road was fucking... Uh, crack and smack at the same time speed bar it's fucking horrible I went to the guy's house and he's usually a really hard motherfucker this guy um, football hooligan hard as fucking nails but shit caught up to him and he's on the drugs now and he just I went over a um, couple of weeks ago and just fucking looked like he was dying thought about calling the ambulance and then the other guy just said leave him you'll be okay and then three hours later he was back I think he had a line of coke or something to wake him back up but a mixed crack with heroin and injects amphetamine which is fucked up as well the way I used to take amphetamine was uh, I'd put it into a Rizzler paper Roll it up and put it into a bomb because the taste tastes like fucking rotten fucking toothpaste. But um, alcohol was the worst for me. Um, my days drinking. Um, <laughs> I always drank when I was younger growing up as an adolescent. When I got to my early 20s, that's when it started becoming a real problem. When I was drinking in the morning. And just drinking all day and I'd get angry over no reason whatsoever I'd be drinking wine whiskey beer whatever I wouldn't be drinking cider or shit like that because I always had enough money to you would you'd hardly ever see me drinking cider um, all the fucking pubs that I've been to fucking all over the fucking country um, on my fucking Adventures or whatever you want to call it, my drifts go like fucking traveling round. Oh shit, phone check. Fuck that phone. Um, yeah, I'd have about 12 cans a day and probably a bottle of wine as well and uh, a lot of times just fucking blow the money in the pub uh, to get tabs and shit I've still all the fucking landlord money um, from years ago about 60 quid when I had about fucking 20 pints in one night the point is uh, with alcohol you can't mix it with anything like when I started taking a diazepam alcohol that's very dangerous and that that fucked me up as well as when you start drinking your first drink and then you have a fucking spliff afterwards 
then your fucking head's spinning around man you don't know where you're coming or fucking going that's even as bad as a speedball you know that is that is a speedball basically just the same it fucks you up um yeah, but I um, used to love my ganja all times. I used to grow it in my grandma's greenhouse, and uh, grandma thought it was medication for me. God bless her, grandma, she's dead now. But uh, she used to think it was um, med um, good medication because of my uh, ADHD and my hyperactiveness. Um, it used to calm me down a bit and make me mellow, but. Um, that was for a couple of years, I fucking loved it. Just, I couldn't do without it. I'd probably say I was addicted, but I didn't see it like that. I thought, this is just what I'm going to do. Because this is a cure for me and makes me feel good all the time. You know, it makes everything better. It makes watching TV better. It makes fucking looking at women better. Um scenery and makes the scenery look better you know just that peace but as soon as it started giving me them adverse effects of being suspicious and that and it kept on doing that and then I thought right now it's gonna fuck up my head and I did some research on it I thought hmm can can make it and it started making me slow and I, I went I went and got I was losing a job and all that shit and getting arrested or um, I didn't know why because I, I think I've lost touch with reality so much because I was smoking that much um, so I gave it up and uh, feel a lot more keyed up now than I used to be uh, feel better like a lot better uh, better than ever even before I smoked it which is good one thing I can say which is good as far as alcohol goes now that was the bad that started in my early 20s but I was fucking drinking all the time it's fucking horrible because once you start drinking all the time you need it in the morning because I couldn't stand the hangover I couldn't stand waking up feeling rough as shit with my house all fucking messed up so I had to get a fucking have a drink and sometimes have a bit of coke to stimulate my mind so I can tidy up and just get through the day basically to feel normal that's what it came to the point is they gave me all these meetings they went to all these fucking rehab meetings and everything didn't do shit for me you know why because it's not about you it's about everyone in that building so you feel like your problems ain't shit because you gotta to listen to everyone else's problems about their fucking addiction and shit so that didn't do it for me I said I wanted one on one they didn't give me that so I gave up by myself I found what I believed in which was SFS and I gave that shit up by myself with weed, everything I did that all by myself didn't need no help from no one I did it I looked into myself and said only I can do it fuck all these programs Fuck all these rehabilitation programs society sets up for you. I'm going to do it by myself. And I did. I can go into a pub or whatever with people drinking. People being me out smoking a spliff. It doesn't fucking bother me. It 
doesn't bother me and they they get a small business going if you um well i'm done with my rap career um basically made three albums put them on youtube um some producers gonna mix them down uh, so they sound like proper albums but <coughs> it ain't going nowhere i'm not rapping anymore because no one appreciates my fucking hard work that I put into these raps and all the hard work I've written in these books. Hmm, good job the spider's fucked off. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, um, what I was going to say is the latest one, SFSLP, rhymes are a bit better, but, um, a bit more fluid a bit more um lyrical i'd say but it's not my favorite one my favorite album of mine is downhill and back up but um recording the dodge Dodge ep dodge Dodge lp and downhill back up i was high throughout them albums as you can you probably tell by listening to me i was drunk and high recording all of that and um Basically, how many songs I've recorded, I've got on a hard device. I don't know if I um, choose the right tracks, but I recorded over thousands of tracks. Thousands and thousands. We're on devices, and like when I was like fucking drunk, I lost, I lost them. So a lot of songs that I recorded that I lost. And probably my best songs that I recorded, well, to me. Probably no one will like them, but to me. Um, best song um, lost people that I know say, um, like some of my songs they like the um, songs uh, My Friend the Little Bear for some reason a lot of people like that um, the song about the bear and uh, they like the song uh, Weirdo and Relapse and Rehabilitated is the one that I like because that's the realest song I ever wrote because it really is deep and it's deeper than any shit that I ever done. An SFS day, obviously, because that's what I believe in. But the SFS LP was recorded sober. That was recorded last year. Downhill back up, drunk high, dodgy dodgy, drunk high. Downhill back up's got a couple of serious songs on there, but still most of it's still fucked up shit. A lot of people like that song Living. Um, I gotta say, um, when I played it to people, they like it. Um, Dodgy Dodgy LP is really, uh, that's where my fucked up style is. My serial killing Charles Manson, Jeffrey Dahmer, fucking crazy lunatic style. If you want some of that, then listen to Dodgy Dodgy LP, because that's where, that's what that album is. There's only about one or two serious songs on there there's one dark song that one of my favorite song which i listen to called jimmy's paradise and put that on my greatest hits because i just like listening to the song like i don't think it's me when i listen to it um sfslp i'm not very happy with it but it is what it is um lyrically it's better but still um, you know, I weren't planning on rapping for long term. Started when I was 20, 
223. I did one song when I was 14, which this this accomplished rapper from Manchester said it's their best song. His best song, even though there's real lyrical guys that were coming in that I really established, they said my song was the best because I was speaking the truth. It was like, it ain't true. You know, talking about my peer pressure, lots of things in my head. I can't get to sleep even when I'm in bed. The only thing that chills me is getting high. Um, if you think I'm a boy, I'm a hate you because I'm a peer pressure guy and I hate you. I was spitting because other people were spitting yo I've got this I've got that I'm selling drugs on the corner and making money riding around with my bitches and fucking getting this knocking motherfuckers out and I was talking just real life stuff so uh, the accomplished rapper said yeah that's the best one because you're spitting what's real real topics you know and that that's that that's what I do with the serious stuff with the other stuff with my fucked up shit. That's not nothing street. That's nothing. There's no song where I brag about being a gangster or doing drugs or anything like that because selling drugs or being this gangster wearing flashy clothes because that's not what I've ever rapped about. There's a few serious songs where I attack people, which happens on the SFS LP where I do attack people and I become a bit angry on some of the songs. Which some of my some of them are deep because I I have got that side to me where I'm vicious and I want to knock you fucking out. But um, and the songs like off fantasies, there's a couple of songs about robberies. But the main style is the fucked up style from the unknown. The songs like zip zap weirdo, fucking fucker fucker, uh, knocker knocker. Fucking jungle book, all them motherfucking songs. Anyway, I'm from the style of the unknown. I'm unknown, so whatever. Speaking of rap music, there's this big debate on UK rap and uh, US rap. The point is, I look at it this way: I like every rapper in America is different, and every rapper in U UK has a different style, so you can't compare the two. I think UK rap's got big over the years, definitely, it's risen up, but um, I've got to say I've never been a fan of grime music, but you can't associate UK music with just grime, saying that's the sound, because it, cause I, my music don't sound like that, and a lot of others that I know don't sound like that, I've got their own style and their own way, you know, the same with East Coast New York rappers, a lot of them have different styles, Lyrical styles, you know, like Nas was different to Biggie. Nas was lyrical, Biggie had was more had more fluidity, more metaf you know, his metaphors and his flow. Uh, Wu Tang Clan, all them had different styles. Like the Jizzer had um, that um, great metaphors and great. Uh, Great rhymes that he put together, great um, sophisticated, complicated rhymes he put together. Method Man had unique, unique rhymes and unique voice. Chef probably had the most flow out the Wu Tang. Um, obviously, I think Chef put out the best solo album um, by the Wu Tang. Um, only for Cuban Links, that one of my favourite hip hop albums. 
Um, Jizzle with Liquid Swords. Um, that got rated the best Wu-Tang album. I think lyrically it is, but just the way um, Cuban Links was produced makes it the best solo Wu-Tang album. Honestly, the most popular guy out of the Wu-Tang probably Method Man who's made the star but the guy who put it all together was the RZA the RZA the RZA he produced it all got it all going managed the artist managed everything and his inspiration was Bruce Lee and Bruce Lee inspires me so we got we got to the RZA so this podcast is about the spider and I got to tell you it's a hundred percent real but I'm talking about rap music. Um, the 90s were the best era for the rap music, obviously. You can't. Today's music is basically. It's too. relying on the beats too much. And um, too much effort. Not much effort and heart goes into the song. I mean, like. There's just no like grittiness, you can't feel it. Like in the 90s, all these rappers, you could feel it in the lyrics, they were trying harder. Now it's just about the beats and commercial, you know. It's about like the beat makes the song. And I don't like techno music, never have. So I think, I think to myself, it's a bunch of garbage these days. Obviously, I've always liked the game and 50 Cent and Eminem, but, you know, they're tight. They're, uh, well, it's just the music. It's The beats are just off nowadays. Too fucking advanced and it's not making the rapper more creative. As creative. Like, what you got in the UK is you got a lot of underground rappers, especially what, what I do, that are lyrically spitting over a simple beat simple acapella and being creative and storytelling and speaking from deep down the best time you can rap is when you're not famous once you get famous that's when your career goes downhill that's what it is with rappers your first album coming out is going to be your best one because you're coming fresh out of where you came from you know, so all these albums that I recorded three albums which I'll never get big on all that but I've recorded them why I was still living well still now living in a fucking council flat recording them if you get what I mean it's like Snoop Doggy Dog with Doggy Style he was coming straight off the chronic um, not have had money Run straight from the streets as being a crip or whatever it was and then um, he was hungry he was hungry for that success and it was like with Dr Dre and that just made it a masterpiece same with Biggie with Ready to Die um, that story is like half of it is uh, half of it is when he's in the streets and he's dead angry half of it was recorded in 92, 93 when he didn't have a record deal and then you've got the uh, B side to it which is big, popper and juicy where he's made it 
that what makes that album stand out a lot. Same with Illmatic, as Naz is fresh out of the street. Obviously Biggie then upgraded himself to Life After Death, which basically he turned into like this street hustler guy to this mafia type figure. Like I've made it now, I'm this mafia don with all this money. And the clever lyrics on there, because a lot of lyrics in that song he's dissing other rappers. Um, like uh, Raekwon, Ghostface Killer, um, Pac, um, and all that, but you don't, uh, you don't realise it, I don't realise it until I, I listen to it deeply, because he never says any names, but it's clever how he does do them disses on the album. I always say the only rapper really to um, keep it going when he got famous, and each album that he did got bigger and bigger was Tupac because his first album was, was great but each and every album that Pac did it got better and better and better because he was living the life and he was the centre of all this drama and what he was doing at the time with all the stuff he was in the limelight and he was real that's why he kept it up um, and got better and better of each album, but not many rappers can do that. Like the game, first album documentary was his best album. Not saying any of them other albums weren't good, so were, but that was his best album because he's fresh out the streets and he's hungry. Same with Fifty Cent, he's fresh out the streets, he's hungry. And get rich, die trying. Eminem, well Eminem's, yeah. Uh, Basically, yeah, his first two albums were his best, but Eminem's a genius with his lyrical ability. But that's what I would say. 90s were the best era for rap. You had Eminem, 50 Cent, basically. Um, carry it on through the 90s. You had these other rappers coming out, which I weren't too fans of, like T-Pain and Kanye West and all that bullshit. Jay-Z, uh, <laughs> his first album was good, but he sold out. P Diddy, fuck that motherfucker. Um, that's all i got to say about that. Um, a, lot, a lot into underground rappers, like, um, that you hadn't heard of, that come from the 90s. That really underground, like, Mr. Little One. Mexican rap, Mr. Little One. I really like his style, his raw style. Um, ICP. That's kind of a cult, which is like type of like my music is kind of like a cult because SFS is a cult, just like Charles Manson with Helter Skelter, but not as fucked up as Helter Skelter. Because Charles Manson's beliefs were so fucked up, even I think they were fucked up, and me being fucked up. Thinking his belief and his philosophy was fucked up makes it so fucked up. I mean, the wars between whitey and blacky, he's gonna fucking go and whole civilization is gonna be wiped out by black people, and then he's gonna go and build some underground place in the desert somewhere, hide, and then uh, control the world. 
control of the black people. And uh, I'm thinking he's Jesus Christ. Too much fucking LSD, too much fucking jail time he did. Most fucked up person ever is Mr. Manson. Um, probably the most dangerous people ever with uh, the Iceman, Richard Kuklinski. I'll say them too. Top the list of the most dangerous human species of all time. Ugh. Still recovering from my uh, car crash. 